the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior, a resident of a Honolulu high-rise that caught fire, likened the scene to a horror movie, except that it was real. The blaze at the Marco Polo residence has killed at least three people, injured 12. It broke out late Friday afternoon in a unit on the 26th floor where all of the dead were found. The building did not have a sprinkler system. Cuban President Raul Castro denouncing President Trump's tougher line on relations with Havana, calling it a setback, but promising to continue working to normalize ties between the former Cold War rivals. Castro's comments to Cuba's National Assembly were his first on Trump's June announcement of a partial rollback of sanctions that were lifted by President Obama. Officials in Lando Lakes, Florida, telling people not to go sightseeing in the neighborhood where dramatic video showed a massive sinkhole swallowing a house. The sinkhole opened up Friday, quickly swallowed one home, consumed about 80 percent of another. A third is now being threatened. You're listening to SRN News. We know what elected Donald Trump to the White House. Better than any other candidate, he understood how to bring jobs back to America. And we will celebrate this effort on Tuesday, July 25th, when we broadcast live from the White House in our first ever Made in America tour. Beginning with Hugh Hewitt in the morning, join the Salem Radio Network and many of our local hosts for this historic day. Live from the White House, exclusively right here, AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The Northern Alliance Radio Network continues next year on AM 1280, The Patriot. It is the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. The Big Wheel, Mitch Berg, is in studio tomorrow at 2 p.m. It will be the closer, Brad Carlson, and always tune into the King Banyan Show Saturday and Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. over on Business 1440. A quick look at your forecast from the Benjamin Franklin Plumbing Weather Center. Very hot out there, near 90 today, mostly sun, a chance of a passing shower, and maybe a thunderstorm, lots of sun for Sunday, with highs around 80. This hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network is brought to you by Thompson Building and Remodeling. With over 30 years of experience in home repair and remodeling, Thompson Building and Remodeling can ensure you of a quality job done right. From expert roofing, siding, and window installation to full additions and more. To see their work, visit online at thompsonpros.com. Thompson supports the Northern Alliance Radio Network to bring Patriot listeners a local voice in local and national politics. The Northern Alliance is on. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. Wind beneath the right wing, shining spot of red. See, it gives me dismal, dingy, institutional blue. You know the drill. Northern Alliance Radio Network uh, going on 14 years now, dominating Twin Cities weekend radio. Ergo, dominating Twin Cities radio. This is the part that matters uh, when it comes to, to radio here in this town. And I think the bigs know it as well, which is why they're all trying to take shots at the Narn here. But we're still the king of the mountain after all these years. 
Anyway, my name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. Don't forget uh, King Banyan every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. And, of course, Brad Carlson back every uh, Sunday from 2 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Well, if you've listened to this show any length of time, you know I've had my go-arounds with the education system in the Twin Cities in particular, but in general. Not just, most of it is just the way the education system itself works. Then you throw in the little wrinkle of indoctrination of, of our kids uh, with a political orthodoxy that most of the educational establishment today has, you're talking a completely untenable system. One, that if you ask someone who works in the system, they will tell you, oh, it doesn't really happen. That's just paranoia. It's just your lying eyes. Uh, the the good folks in Edina, the Edina Public Schools, gave us uh, some uh, a smoking gun, if you will, this past week, uh, this past election season, I should say. It's a gift that just keeps on giving. And with us to talk about that never-ending, evergreen story of the the liberal Edina teachers, a longtime friend, former co-host, John Hinderocker from the Center of the American Experiment. Welcome to the broadcast, John. Hey, hello, Mitch. Hey, great to have you here. So tell us a little about this story. This goes, I mean, it's been an open secret, the worst kept secret in, in American education, that teachers trend about as far to the left as media, as college professors, as city government workers of all kinds. But, yeah, well, I'll tell you, Mitch, I'm not easy to shock, as you know, but I've been shocked, as I've learned over the last week or so, about what has been going on for years in the Edina public schools. It started when somebody sent us um, uh, a PDF of an editorial that appeared in the Edina High School uh, student newspaper a few days after the 2016 presidential election. The editorial was signed by 80 Edina teachers. Now, if they're all high school teachers, that would be the entire faculty, I would think. <laughs> and it was written by a teacher named Tim Klobuchar. And, and the editorial uh, was basically a uh, Democratic Party manifesto. And the premise of the editorial was that the election of Donald Trump was a horrible disaster and tragedy and that the teachers were going to try to help the students get through it as best they could. And uh, among other things, the, the editorial explicitly rejected calls for unity. Uh, and the implication was, well, there won't, there's no unity. There won't be any unity until the last conservative is gone, and it's no one here but us liberals that we can have unity. So the editorial itself was pretty shocking. Um, and so I wrote about it on, on uh, American Experiment's uh, website, AmericanExperiment.org, and we started hearing from people. We started hearing from students at Edina High School who recently graduated from Edina High School, and we started hearing from parents of students at Edina. And um, what we heard was shocking, uh, story after story after story of bullying of conservative students, of teaching racist theories as low as elementary school. It, it, it goes on and on and on. Yeah, and I got to say, none of this comes as a big surprise to me because I had kids in the St. Paul public schools until I pulled them out. And I heard some of these. For example, my daughter had an economics teacher once a year who taught them that the reason there were so many sharks in the low latitudes along the equator uh, 
was because that's the way they evolved from the slave ships dumping slaves overboard. And, <laughs> and this was a te- this is an accredited teacher teaching this to a room full of kids, and it didn't and it didn't end there. Didn't oh my end there. But this is Saint, this is Saint Paul. You, you you expect a little looniness in a place like Saint Paul, but Edina, for crying out loud. Yeah, so so I think the best way to convey to our listeners, Mitch, how appalling the situation is at Edina High School is maybe to just read excerpts from a few of the emails and comments that we have gotten since we did that first post. We've done two follow-up posts uh, at the Center of the American Experiment uh, website, and our listeners can easily find them. There's three posts there on this altogether. More to come uh, soon, I'm sure. But here, here's, a, here's a kid writing, a student writing, and he was one of... Um, uh, six uh, members of the Young Conservatives, one of the six leaders of the Young Conservatives Club, and on Election Day 2016, he wore his Trump Spence shirt to school, as many others wore Hillary shirts or uh, uh, other, you know, shirts for other candidates. Right. And and um, and at one point when he was leaving lunch, a uh, a teacher uh, uh, pulled him aside and said, I heard there were students in the Young Conservative Club picture yelling deportation as the picture was taken. Is that true? (laughs) And and the kid writes, I assured him that no, that wasn't true. But he kept asking me as if he didn't believe me. But the next day, this, you know, after after Trump had won is when it it's when it really got bad. And again, from the same student I'm just quoting here. Teachers were crying alongside students in the classroom. Speeches by teachers included the phrase, quote, we will make it through this together. One teacher said in front of a class of 100 through tears that the election was rigged. Oh. Uh, he <laughs> says, uh, I had no choice. Uh, I had to have my mom come pick me up after third hour that day. I couldn't stand it any longer. Um, he says, I'm not kidding when I say so many people were crying that walking through school felt like someone had died. And here's another one. This is another student who, who, who wrote in. The day after the election, I was texting my mom to pick me up from school, and she almost had to. Every teacher was crying in class. One even told the whole class, quote, Trump winning is worse than 9-11 and the Columbine shooting. <laughs> this, this student writes, the amount of liberal propaganda that was pushed every single day in class this year was worse than it's ever been. And how about this? On the day of the election, the student writes in, on the day of the election, every single student, now that has to be a slight exaggeration, but a lot of students evidently, every single student was in the commons chanting F Trump, only not F, of course, uh, right. F Trump, F Trump, <laughs> F Trump, and the teachers never did anything. Uh, this student says a lot of people are starting to complain, and my mom has some friends who are leaving the school district. Well, I, I, I should hope so. Here's another one. Uh, this is this is um, uh, during the during the current school year after uh, Trump's election victory. Uh, this is from a parent. Yesterday, in my tenth graders AP World class, the teacher called out any Trump supporters and asked them to assure the class that they weren't racists. Oh, wow. <laughs> Can you imagine that? So you're sitting there in a high school class, you call up to the front of the room, and the teacher asks you to assure the rest of the class that you're not a racist. If, if Solzhenitsyn had written that story about a Soviet-era school, 
the editor would have called him and said, you're going a little far here. Is this a little over the top? You know, we had one parent write in who said that uh, that that she has friends, uh, one of whom grew up in communist Hungary, yes. and that what is going on at Edina High School reminds her very much of her friend's description of what it was like to go to school in Hungary under the communists. I, I'm gl- I didn't I had not read that, but it it that's the first thing that jumps to mind. It's it's like this is like China during the Great Leap Forward. I mean, I mean, purity testing people out on the street practically. This is this is this is communist Chinese stuff, John. This is uh, and, and some of the other stuff that you read. I'm reading. I'm reading from your first piece on the subject. Uh, one of the quotes from the original editorial by the 80 teachers, led by Mr. Klobuchar. Uh, one of the quotes is, right now, many of you in these groups, these supposedly marginalized groups, feel more vulnerable than usual because of the racist image spread on social media as well as the results of the election. You know, we will do all we can to protect you. And fa- This racist image, talk about that, John. I thought that was interesting, that the, the, the teachers in this, the so-called teachers in this editorial would focus on the image that they were talking about. You have the details about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't actually seen it because it got deleted, you know, from various sources on the Internet. But some kid at Edina High School uh, Snapchatted uh, a picture of, of himself with a reference to the Ku Klux Klan and a racial epithet. Right. Which is obviously a deplorable thing to do. You well, know. yeah. And, and boy, who would have ever thought? A teenage boy doing something stupid. That's never happened in the history of American education. Right, right. So, so you know, Snapchats disappear after an hour. Right. It's not, not a, not a uh, platform that I use. Uh, but everybody knew who the kid who did it was because it's his Snapchat account, you know. And I don't, I, I, the guy, they, obviously it was a stupid thing to do. Um, but the idea that, that this one Snapchat, this is a student body of, what, 1,600 kids or something like that? Yeah. So one kid does something stupid, and they act like uh, they got to go on lockdown because this is a, such a threat. You know, it's such a, an imminent danger to the, to the other students at the school. But they seize on that as a pretense, uh, to, to, you know, to, to claim that there's something seriously going wrong here that they need to correct with this uh, indoctrination. Of course, the indoctrination long, long precedes the uh, Snapchat image. L- let me read this one, uh, Mitch. This is from a parent. I want to offer one more example of what we've experienced. During Edina's May term, our child had no choice but to take a class called Race, Racism, and Whiteness, as all other classes were full. The name alone says it all. It was in this class that the teacher, while reading a poem aloud, came to a word, stopped, and said that the word she was about to say next made her feel physically ill just by saying it. The word was police. Having having family members who have served in public safety, one of whom was killed in the line of duty, we immediately went to the administration and told them we were pulling our child out of that class. But but this is the kind of thing that goes on day after day after day in the Edina uh, public schools. I mean, the number of you know you you can't when you see as if it was just one or two you might say oh well, maybe somebody's exaggerating you know <laughs> but but when you read account after account after account 
um, you know, to, to a similar effect. It's obvious uh, what's going on. John, can we keep you one more segment? We have some uh, phones. Uh, we've got some questions on the phone here as well. As sure, I'd sure, like absolutely. to discuss the response to this. We're talking with John Hinderocker from the Center of the American Experiment about the explosion of extremist indoctrination at Edina uh, Public Schools. Don't think it's just Edina, folks. This is just the one where they've come out from under the rock that we were talking about in the first hour. 651-289-4488. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. The key to success? Keep it simple, especially when it comes to hiring. And nobody makes it easier than Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions. Manage your candidates from one dashboard. According to an independent study, five times more hires are made through Indeed than any other job site. New users claim your $50 credit to post a sponsored job at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Two little tablets is all it takes to make your thin hair feel and look thicker and fuller. Guaranteed. Viviscal is the number one drug-free hair growth supplement in the U.S. with one being sold every minute globally. It's clinically researched to promote existing hair growth for men and women. And now a 90-day supply of Viviscal is offered in your area risk-free plus free shipping. Call 800-330-6865. Viviscal nourishes thinning hair from within. You'll love your hair growth results. Guaranteed. Viviscal is so effective, it's recommended by top doctors. Here's Dr. John Laura. As a dermatologist, I feel confident recommending Viviscal. It's backed by 25 years of research and multiple clinical studies that demonstrate Viviscal's effectiveness in promoting the growth of thicker, fuller hair. Want to try Viviscal? Every listener that calls now gets a 90-day risk-free supply plus free shipping. Call now. 800-330-6865. 800-330-6865. That's 800-330-6865. The right to free speech has been a cornerstone of our democracy from the moment our Constitution was created. And yet, over 200 years later, this crucial right is under attack from an unlikely source, college campuses. With safe spaces, protesting speakers, and political correctness, our universities have become the most dangerous place for ideas in the country. That's why Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla have teamed up for their new movie, No Safe Spaces. It's a thoughtful yet entertaining look at how we got here and how we can fix it. But they need your help. Hollywood won't make this movie. The only way to get this important message to the masses is with the help of people like you. And so far, the response has been amazing. Originally, it was slated for a limited release. But as the support poured in, they realized this message was too important. So now they want to get it into theaters across the nation. That's why they've started a campaign to raise enough money to do just that. And you can help. Just go to their website, nosafespaces.com, and donate today. Again, that's nosafespaces.com. 
Welcome back, Twin Cities and Worlds, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Talking with John Hinderock over the Center of the American Experiment uh, about a series of articles that he and uh, Tom Stewart, among others, have written about uh, what seems to be a fairly bald-faced case of indoctrination and, and collective groupthink uh, forcing this indoctrination at the Edina Public Schools. I've added a link to the uh, Center of the American Experiment website uh, at my blog, shotinthedark.info, if that'll help. Uh, John, you, you've said you first heard about this from students. Has the Edina School District responded to the center's uh, coverage of this issue at all yet so far? Uh, no, not officially. Um, there's this, this whole series of posts and so on has gotten a lot of attention. And a number of uh, Edina parents uh, have complained to the superintendent, uh, I assume to the principal, uh, no doubt to members of the school board. And I know of at least two, uh, two parents who within the last 48 hours have met with the new Edina school superintendent to complain about this and uh, ask him to stop uh, using the public schools for leftist indoctrination. Um, so we'll see whether anything comes of that. I was told by one of these parents that yesterday afternoon, the um, school board, the Edina school board, sent out a kind of a plain vanilla uh, communication to parents saying that they were standing by their policies and they weren't backing off. <laughs> so at least uh, so far, um, you know, they're going to try to ride out the storm. Now, of course, we'll see what happens in the next uh, school board election. Absolutely. Well, this is uh, should be great fodder for that. Uh, let's go to the phones in Minneapolis. Pat, uh, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network with uh, John Hinderocker. Hello. Hey, Pat, you're on the air. Oh, Hi. Uh, yes, well, I'm uh, in Edina, and um, I had a son in, in special ed. I had another son there as well. And back when I would visit the classes, when you could do that kind of just unannounced, this was many years ago. They were doing things, uh, reading to the kids about witches and all kinds of, of things like that, that I think they started indoctrinating. I, I was a teacher back in the 60s. I think we, we were indoctrinating kids way back then. It's been going on for a long time. I'm not surprised at what they're saying at all. I know some people here who are not in a teaching capacity, but in a, well, a support capacity, like parents and things like that. They could not um, in, indicate in any which way that they were delighted about the election because of the uh, just devastation and they, it was like a funeral, and uh, she was like, there's no one I could share my enthusiasm with. So she and I did a little happy dance on her driveway in the uh, 8 o'clock at night that night, you know, so no one could <laughs> got to hide it under a bushel basket. Thanks for your call, but I've heard that from other teachers. And, and by the way, let's, I mean, the indoctrination goes back a long way. I mean, uh, John, I, I never gave my kids an allowance when they were in elementary school. I just said, I will give you a dollar. For every piece of political propaganda you get from your teachers and bring to me, and they did pretty good as kids. I'd be going to the same. Yeah, that would be a pretty good allowance. <laughs> but you know, I you know, it's probably true that for a long time there's been a certain amount of indoctrination going on. But this is really extreme. I mean, let me just read you another one. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is from a parent. We're tired of our kids telling us that all they hear in language arts and other classes is that white people, especially white men, are bad over and over. 
We were absolutely sickened when our son told us that he was labeled a racist, sexist, and rapist. Yes, a rapist, because he is a white male. I mean, this is, this is completely insane. Yeah, I, and, and it's... But in the segment before you came on, John, the last segment of the last hour, I read an article. You might have read a feminist who says she doesn't feel safe even around her sons, uh, who she considers to be basically rapists in training. And and I guess that this sort of segues the points together here. I mean, you have this this sickness, this pathology, this ideological uh, based look at the entire world, including one's own family, that's poisoning a couple of innocent boys in Seattle. And you have this now suddenly writ large where teachers are taking this same pathological approach to their ideology and trying to imprint it on the kids that we send uh, to, to their schools and pay taxes to get. I mean, we're paying for this, job. Yeah, and it starts at a young age. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've puzzled over what goes on, on on college campuses, and of course we all know about that. There's been a lot of publicity given to it in the last couple of years, but I've always wondered, what makes these kids so kind of ready for this? You know what I mean? Why is it so easy to, you know, to lead them down this kind of crazy left-wing path? But I think I've started to understand because by the time a kid goes to college, he's already been exposed to year after year after year of this extreme left-wing indoctrination. And any dynamic goes down into the elementary schools. Let me read another one. This is, um, uh, this is from uh, a teacher or a, uh, a parent who says that um, the Edina School District has hired someone to go around to elementary schools teaching about white privilege. This person writes, he has spent the last year going from classroom to classroom at the Edina Elementary Schools, starting kindergarten through fifth grade, teaching about white privilege. (laughs) White privilege, of course, is is an overtly racist doctrine. Yeah. Overtly racist, incredibly pernicious. And in Edina, in the public schools, they are teaching racism to elementary school children. It's unbelievable. Yeah, so it answers an awful lot of questions about, A, why college kids are so susceptible to it, and B, why Donald Trump won the election. Because <laughs> while, while they've tried to indoctrinate people for a long time, it clearly didn't stick with, with an awful lot of people uh, in, in the heart. I mean, which brings us to the question here, John. I mean, what we have here is something that's, it's it would seem to almost violate the Establishment Clause. I mean, the, the, the religion of progressivism is, is being spread in our school system by our government. What is the uh, center of the American experience angle on this? What what does the center want to see happen uh, regarding these revelations of this indoctrination in Edina? Well, you know, as a general proposition, we're in favor of local control over the schools. And um, when you get a, a situation like what we see in Edina, and it's not unique, we know that, but right. you've got to focus on them, I think, one at a time. When you see a situation like this, it's up to the parents to rebel. It's up to the voters to rebel. And the superintendent's telephone needs to ring off the hook. The principal's telephone needs to ring off the hook. And anybody who runs for the school board in Edina needs to be questioned very carefully about what he or she proposes to do to end 
this program of far-left indoctrination. I would say anyone currently on the Edina uh, School District School Board probably should be voted off. <laughs> you know, that would be may, f- may, maybe there's some lone hero, you know, <laughs> who's been who's been quietly resisting all this stuff. But but in all, in all seriousness, they, they they need some new folks on that school board who are going to insist that that this extreme leftism come to an end. There is a mission for oh, several people to uh, out there in Edina. The, the gauntlet is thrown. One more phone call. St. Louis Park. Mark, welcome to the Northern Alliance. you got about 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Oh, real quick, and I'll try to make it real, real brief. Went to a legal and voters, voters meeting on uh, the Achievement Gap in St. Louis Park. It's uh, educators from elementary school to high school. Everything was blamed on white privilege, and they showed they showed the whites versus they had Native Americans, a black American, Hispanics on one side, and whites on the other side. And I asked them, "Where are the Asian students? Because Asians outperform whites. They have suspended less, higher GPAs. Yep. Did you deliberately omit them, or was it an accident? They would not respond to me. They, Amazing. There's no it? answer for me. They deliver. Thanks for your call, Mark. God, John Hinderocker, your response to Mark. Well, that, he, that's a great question. And, of course, the people that want to talk about white privilege, you know, as you know, Mitch, Asian Americans on the average have incomes much higher than white Americans. Oh, yeah. So so what's with the white privilege? I mean, they should be talking about yellow privilege or something, right? Or, or, so they, or, they just have to. They have to leave Asians out of the story or the whole thing crumbles. There's this privilege that comes from having an intact nuclear family that stays together and sees the kids through childhood to adulthood. Yeah, there, the two-parent th- privilege is what we're really seeing here. That's right. got to revoke that. John Hinderocker, I've, I posted the link to the Center of the American Experiment at shotinthedark.info. I'll be uh, writing about this series of articles over the coming weeks let's let's do stay in touch if uh, things start to get broiling here in terms of uh, getting some some new uh, school board action in Edina this would be a fascinating story to, to try and push make some ground on here John thanks for coming on the broadcast with us today Thank you, Mitch. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. John Hinderocker from the Center of the American Experiment, former uh, Northern, one of the charter members of the Northern Alliance Radio Network going back almost a decade and a half now, but he's moved on to bigger and better things, like, well, for, for example, most of the adult charter members of the NARN. If that doesn't make you mad, I don't know what will. And, of course, this is just all of a piece of the stuff that I've been documenting myself, including my own story uh, dealing with uh, the St. Paul Public Schools Geez, that would be going on 10 years ago now that I was uh, wrestling with the St. Paul Public School District. Uh, that's a gift that keeps on giving, i got to say right now. I'll post a link to that story as well at uh, shotinthedark.info. When we come back, oh, so much more to go here. It's been a big week in the news. We'll be talking about uh, other education issues as well as that whole got to burn, sh- uh, burn the city down to save it attitude that so many progressives have. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? 
I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. I'm sure that every one of you understands the importance of oral care to your overall health. There's no denying the connection. I'm also sure that many of you have a sensitive mouth or sensitive gums or painful canker sores or sadly, maybe even chemo sores from cancer treatment. What you may not know is that your mouthwash, especially if it's one of the brands that burns, may be making things worse. You should try non-irritating, alcohol-free, Closus Oral Rinse. That's C-L-O-S-Y-S. Closus is like first aid for your mouth. It's as gentle as water, but it helps relieve common but uncomfortable, even painful issues in your mouth. Unlike other mouthwashes, Closus is also pH balanced, which eliminates the burn and irritation. Try Closus Oral Rinse for sensitive mouth, gums, and canker sores for pain-free oral care. That's C-L-O-S-Y-S. Closus. Learn more about the gentle, effective oral rinse at Closus.com or get Closus today at Walgreens. Green CVS Health and Walmart. The clock is ticking. Every day you put off buying life insurance can cost you big time. The older you get, the more you'll have to pay. And a sudden accident or unexpected illness could cause rates your risk to skyrocket or even make you uninsurable. Beat the clock. Call Select Quote now. No hassle, no obligation. In minutes, you'll have a choice of your best rates from up to 10 highly rated life insurance companies. Richard, 40 years old, takes meds to control his cholesterol. Still, SelectQuote got him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $24 a month, under a dollar a day. Don't risk your family's security another minute. Get your free quote now. Just call 800-305-8080. That's 800-305-8080. 800-305-8080. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at slugquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. AM 1280, The Patriot. My, repeat, I tell myself I go my name Mitch Berg. My blog is shot History never repeats, so the song says, you heard it right there. But in fact, it does. Nonetheless, the chorus is catchy, so I'll stop and listen to it. I mean, it's not true, it does, and I'll explain in a moment, but... But I love the song. It's like one of my favorite songs from high school. It may have been my high school prom theme. I don't remember. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. Uh, history does repeat. Uh, if we, if you looked at, uh, if you listened to the first hour, uh, the, the whole idea that progressives, the entire progressive agenda, needs to destroy things to stay in power, to create dissonance, to create chaos, to create disunity in the service of 
unity. John Hinderocker pointed that out. The uh, the Edina school teachers pointed out that we're not going to get any unity. Uh, And and the the number of times in progressive literature and and, and oratory and rhetoric that you hear the term unity thrown out there as, as something that's desirable. Provided, of course, it's unity behind their ideas, not not behind anyone else's ideas. Uh, until you get that unity, the beatings will continue. Uh, one of the ways to do that is to make it impossible not to uh, f- follow their 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 plot. For example, I mean, the welfare state was built largely to keep welfare recipients loyal to the government, because of course it's the government that gives them the checks. That's why we have a welfare state. That's why it exists in its current form. Here's another one. And, and, and I've said in the past, and I'll say it again, uh, Minnesota Public Radio News, the newsroom itself, does a decent job of covering the news without a lot of gratuitous political bias in its news coverage. Not its programming. I mean, the, some, of the, some of the actual programming they produce is is wretchedly biased. I mean, anything involving Carrie Miller might as well be DFL uh, public relations content. But the newsroom itself tends, I mean, there's some inevitable confirmation bias. There's a simple fact that most of the staff in the newsroom are relentlessly, I mean, personally left of center. And that's okay. They get to have their point of view. They consciously, I think, consciously keep it out of the news coverage. But of course, I think there's some unconscious uh, bias here as well. Some of it, I don't know how unconscious it is. There's a piece that came out on NPR News uh, Thursday by Mark Zadeklik. Good reporter. I've met him. He, we've run into each other at conventions and other events. Good, solid, uh, be a political beat reporter. Uh, but the headline of the piece kind of highlights this whole got to destroy things to maintain power shtick that the left has. And I don't know if the headline writer intended this, but that's how it comes across, and with good reason, because it's how it is. The headline is, Cass County, Minnesota, a Trump stronghold bridles at talk of Medicaid cuts. You see, you hear this all the time from people on the left. If you're a conservative area, a place that votes Republican, doggone it, you'd better vote to abolish all the welfare and all the benefits that your people receive. If you live in farm country you, and you talk Republican politics, you better be voting to abolish the farm bills or you're a hypocrite, which is, by the way, just about the worst thing liberals think they can call you as a hypocrite, someone who, and of course, they never understand what that word really means. It doesn't mean what they think it means. What it means is uh, it, you, so you uh, uh, try to force other people to live by a moral standard that you don't hold yourself to. And, of course, that's what they think they have in this case. Uh, there's an article about uh, Cass County, Minnesota, which is the heart of Trump country here in Minnesota, voted uh, for Trump 2-1 to one over Hillary Clinton. And they start the interview off with a fellow named James Acker, who's a uh, Donald Trump supporter. And I quote Zedeklik's piece, Acker and some of his neighbors, however, are not sold on what they heard from Trump and other Republican lawmakers on Medicaid, the federal health safety net plays a crucial role here, and many residents are worried now about how the GOP's push to remake health care and how it will affect them 
and their communities. U.S. Senate Republicans on Thursday are expected to unveil their latest plan for changing the Affordable Care Act after strong pushback about Medicaid, yada, yada, yada. Acker, 42, says he knows people who will benefit from Medicaid and people are concerned about the program's future. He absolutely believes the GO plan to overhaul Medicaid funding goes too far. As far as cutting it, I think it's wrong because there's a lot of people still in need of it, especially in this area, said Acker. Now, Medicaid is a government program basically providing government health care to poor people, people who fall within a certain percentage of the poverty line. And being a government program, there's all sorts of other conditions and red tape and yada, yada, yada. It's, that's the way these government programs work. But it's health care for the poor. And it's been around for generations. It's the it's the federal uh, health care portion of our wealth, uh, our welfare state. And it's been around a long time. And it, it has basically has become became, even before Obamacare, it became the 900 pound gorilla in the room as regards health care. It controlled the billing, the subsidization, the the utilization of so many different specialties, so many different treatment types, so many, so much of the American healthcare industry was basically trained to say when Medicaid says jump, you say how high. And that, over the course of several, and by the way, all of that federal money coming into healthcare, I mean, you pump money into something, the price is going to rise because people, if there's a lot of money floating around, people are going to want it. I mean, you, you, you push money, you, you, you give people money, people will find a way to take it. And one of the ways they do that is by raising prices for everything. There was a time in this country where people could buy hospitalization plans, relatively inexpensive plans that would cover if you got hit by a car or had a heart attack, and could pay most of their other health care bills out of pocket. I mean, pay... If, not an exorbitant fee for a checkup or for a for a doctor visit, for an urgent care visit, for uh, house calls even. It was affordable back before. I mean, we're, we're talking routine health care, not the miracle working stuff, not the liver transplants, not the heart-lung transplants, the, the, the ra- radical heroic medicine. I think they call it heroic procedures, uh, transplanting organs, that sort of thing. That's what hospitalization was there to cover. Stuff that the kind of plans that I and maybe many of you bought when you just got out of got out of high school or into co- out of college or, and sat out into the real world, still feeling pretty healthy, but wanting to make sure you were covered if a bus hit you or whatever, you could still you could still afford twenty five, thirty, forty years ago to get sick. Not too sick, but routine sorts of things and and pay for it out of pocket and not have it wipe you out. Certainly not to the extent of these five to eight thousand dollar deductibles people are getting today that that are getting filled up regularly because it costs five hundred dollars to go to urgent care if you pay out of pocket for and get a prescription. That's it. It didn't used to be that way. Medicaid came along generations of pumping federal money into and and erecting a federal bureaucracy around delivering that funding has made a huge portion of our population 
the poor, dependent on the government. And when they discuss a government that pays less for dependence, it, it brings to mind the saying. I mean, if you have a system, if you have a system that's built around rent seeking, people are going to seek rent. If you have a system where it's impossible to get by without being part of a government program because you're just you're poor, then what are you supposed to do? Well, what you're supposed to do is sit and take it when Big Left says, hey, you're a hypocrite for being too for- poor to afford health care without government help, but opposing big government. You see, the system, the big left, the big government, the big state, has set it up via generations of, of, of bringing the entire healthcare industry under its aegis, under its, <laughs> onto its coding system, if you will. Uh, it made it impossible to, for a broad swaths of our population to live or at least stay healthy without profound, massive government involvement in their lives. And that's a problem. And it's an even bigger problem when it gets held against people for trying to change things, for wishing, and heaven help us all, voting. They hope to change things for the better. Voting for something that has a chance, maybe, if all goes well, of making them less dependent on Uncle Sam for their upkeep, for their sustenance, for their health, for their kids' doctor visits. Does that make you someone who is striving for something better but has to make do with the situation you have because you can't afford health care without Medicare in the meantime while you're waiting for the world to change? Or does it just make you a hypocrite? Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, folks. Mitch Berg here for our longtime sponsor, Thompson Building and Remodeling. Did you know they're certified by the Vinyl Siding Institute of America? This ensures your new vinyl or hardy-style siding and trim is installed the way it's supposed to be. Warm weather's here, and now is the time to call Thompson Building and Remodeling and have them install the new top-quality vinyl or hardy-style siding you've been dreaming about for your home. Call Thompson Building and Remodeling today at 651-487-5318. That's 651-487-5318. Or find them on the web at thompsonpros.com. Hey, it's your car here. Oh, we've had some great times. The long drives to the beach, those sweet car washes. But I think it's time to part, and I know the feeling is mutual. Let's go to carsoup.com. You can list me for free. You'll get great offers, and I'll sell fast. While you're there, you can find your next car. Carsoup has it all. New, used, certified, plus money-saving specials every day. It's time to let each other go. So let's do it with style at carsoup.com. Buy, research, sell. Carsoup.com. Napa know Right now, Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil is on sale for just $4.29 a quart. Quality motor oil at an affordable price. A deal so good it practically sells itself. Which begs the question, what do we do with the rest of this commercial? Repeat the deal, I guess. 
Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $4.29 a quart. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer expires 731.17. Dennis Prager here. And for two years now, I've been telling you about my wife, Sue, who tried Relief Factor because of her knee pain, and it worked. This is before I ever even heard about the product. I had never endorsed a pain reliever, but now I am. And yes, now I'm taking Relief Factor too. Maybe you've heard me call it a miracle. In fact, listen to what Amanda from Texas wrote. I was having pain in my left thumb area and left side of my leg from my knee about four inches up. After about a week of taking Relief Factor, the pain in my leg has gone away. And a few days later, the pain in my left hand is gone. We've gotten thousands of these testimonials, and if you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip or knee pain, or general muscle aches and pain, do what my wife Sue did, try Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com or call them toll-free 800-583-84, 800-583-84. Financial Fortitude with Dale Creed Francis and Ryan Litvin, pointing out today's challenges in the economy for today's investors. The investment landscape has dramatically changed in the last five years, the last 10 years, the last two years, to where you have investment vehicles that you now have access to and can invest in those IRA structures. And you can create an income and not just, and just be susceptible to those uh, mutual fund strategies. Saturday at 3 and Sundays at 11 a.m. here on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Hey, don't forget, check out the AM twelve eighty the Patriot Twitter feed. That's found on Twitter at twelve eighty the Patriot dot com. Actually the twelve eighty uh check it out here. Twelve eighty the Patriot. That was newfangled technology. What do you do? Get off my lawn. Twelve eighty the Patriot. That's at twelve eighty the Patriot on Twitter. For all the latest news from uh, Salem, Twin Cities, and the AM1280, the Patriot Machine, as well as the rest of us here. Don't forget Brad Carlson, 2 o'clock tomorrow. I'm playing a little bit of Kid Rock here because he was in the news this past week. He's announced he's exploring running for the U.S. Senate from the state of Michigan. By the way, Kid Rock, interesting character. He's a he's a fellow who started out as I think it'd be fair to say a borderline gangster rapper back in the uh, late 1990s, early 2000s, as I recall. Uh, Terminator N is uh, more up on current hip hop culture. I was just leaving the nightclub business when Kid Rock started to happen. Uh, Terminator N, but uh, fair to say he started out as something. I mean, he used to be a a, a, a marijuana dealer, drug dealer back in Detroit yeah. back in the day. Kind of a crossover country rap. Gangster rap country thing. He started doing the crossover thing probably about 10 years ago. Right. And mixing in classic rock and country western into hip hop. And and frankly, I mean, a lot of conservatives aren't crazy about hip hop. I used to be a rap DJ back in the day, as if you couldn't tell by looking at me. <laughs> at one point, I was the best bald white father of two rap DJ in the Twin Cities. That's the truth. Uh, and 
Kid Rock was all interesting guy, and of course that last song there. I mean, mixing Leonard Skinner, Warren, Zavon, and 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 uh, into into a song like that. I mean, just sort of a hip hoppy mashup of a couple of classic rock songs. Interesting stuff. Musically, I've, I kind of dug King, Kid Rock even before he started coming out as sort of a libertarian conservative, uh, which of course endears us to him even more. I mean, he was out there on the campaign trail, one of the few pop stars out there. Uh, who's was on the campaign trail for Mitt Romney uh, four and a half, five years ago. Uh, stood up for John McCain before that, I believe, but certainly was on the campaign trail for uh, Mitt Romney. And is talking about running for Senate now to replace, uh, hopefully, Deb Stabenow uh, of the state of Michigan, which would certainly be interesting. Uh, of course, that's caused a lot of pearl clutching, just to say, just to revive a phrase from the 1800s. Uh, a lot of people are going, Kid Rock. Doesn't that sort of sort of undercut the, the 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 gravitas of the United States Senate, of the United States Congress, to which I I have to respond, <clears throat> Al Franken, <laughs> Deb Wasserman Schultz, uh, uh, Cynthia McKinney. Don't talk to me about the gravitas. Of the of the of the Congress, I, I, these these are the same people who 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 think that Al Franken, author of Rush Limbaugh is a big fat idiot, is a figure of intellectual heft and weight and gravitas, and 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 of course they they yap about uh, Jesse Ventura as well. But uh, in this political environment, where the dominant expression seems to be flipping an obscene gesture to the establishment. Well, there is no more establishment figure than Deb Stabenow in Michigan. And boy, if there is anyone that's ever going to upset that apple cart, I I don't care what his past is. I don't care what anyone's past is. I don't care what anyone did in the past as long as they're, they're up on the up and up in the present. You look at Kid Rock politically. He's... Come around. He's got a philosophy that that jibes well with you, whether you're a libertarian, especially if you're a libertarian conservative like me. Uh, I mean, you can hear it in some of his music. You can certainly see it when he talks about politics. His heart and his belief and his brain are in the right place. So was he a former drug dealer? Is he a showbiz figure? Is he a rap artist? Sure. I don't care. If he sends Deb Stabenow to a career in nonprofits and moves one more seat in the Senate to a good, solid, libertarian, conservative footing, I don't care if he used to run guns to the Huckbala Hops. It doesn't matter. I mean, as long as he repented of it and made good. Don't get me wrong. This has been some uh, interesting news in this past week. Kid Rock potentially running for the United States uh, Senate. Uh, 651-289-4488, the number to call. And uh, this has been, uh, speaking of of Jesse Ventura, of of people who brought great gravitas to the office, a kerfuffle popped up uh, this last uh, couple of days here. Uh, as you're probably aware, especially if you drive through St. Paul, the Minnesota State Capitol was the subject of $300 million with an M of renovation. That's a third of a billion dollars renovating Minnesota State Capitol. And 
If you take your eye off the checkbook, uh, they did a beautiful job. I mean, it's a wonderful reconstruction, and it it should hopefully last the state a few more, another century or two here uh, with this remodel, which was direly needed. And it's it's a big deal. But one of the things that they've done is is as they put the portraits of the various governors, all of Minnesota's governors have a a painting of them uh, in the rotunda. They added something new to all of the uh, all of the governor's portraits, a, a biographical plaque next to each photo, and it's something that they used to do only for deceased former governors. You had to die to actually get a, a write up. Well, they've decided to move ahead and and do write ups of the and, and biographical plaques of of currently living ex governors: Tim Pawlenty, Jesse Ventura. Uh, Arnie Carlson, he's alive, right? Sort of. Yeah, no, Arnie Carlson's out there still somewhere. and Al Quee, I believe. Anyway, they, they all got... Well, Jesse Ventura uh, spoke up this past week. Uh, and Brian Baxter at NPR has the story. Jesse Ventura spoke many memorable lines in his years as a pro-wrestling bad boy and as a Minnesota governor. But he swears up and down that he, he never said, win if you can, lose if you must. But always cheat. That's the motto, though, that thousands of school children and other visitors will read when they pause at Ventura's official state portrait inside the state capitol. Now, Jesse Ventura claims that Ken Patera, another professional wrestler from the 80s, said that line. I wouldn't doubt it one bit. Uh, the Minnesota Historical Society was in charge of writing these uh, biographical plaques. And... They're drawing some fire. Former Governor Tim Pawlenty, long friend, longtime friend of this broadcast, uh, has also spoken about about his uh, about his plaque. Uh, Tim Pawlenty says it's uh, disappointing. It reads like political commentary in parts. His plaques, or writing about his own plaque, and quote, it's not up to the historical society's usual quality standards. Specifically, uh, he said the display leaves out what he sees as key accomplishments, moving Minnesota out of the top ten states in taxes leading education and energy reforms, developing the first major state park in modern state history, innovative health care reforms, being elected chair of the National Governors Association, leading role my administration played in supporting members of the military, their families and veterans doing tour wars, and much more. He's also bothered by a section on the Interstate 35 bridge collapse that leaves out mention of the 1960s-era engineering design flaw Pinted pointed by the federal investigators as the cause of the disaster, which, by the way, happened when Governor Pawlenty was a toddler. It was basically a political, politically biased piece of work, just showing what we talked about last week, the, the non-profit industrial complex that keeps Democrats at work in this state and is always out there looking to indoctrinate new generations. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? 
I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. Hi, it's Keith Hitner Sr. here. Tune in Sundays at noon for your real estate chalk talk, where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hinter Sr. and Keith Hinter Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hintner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HintnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. When you need a service for your home or business, you know you can trust our advertising partners here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The Blue Ox Heating and Air Business of the Week gives you an opportunity to get to know these companies a little bit better. So tune in weekdays at 9.04 a.m. and 6.04 p.m. to the Patriot Business of the Week. Brought to you by Blue Ox Heating and Air. For quality heating and air services and products, go online to GoBlueOx.com. If you're like most people near retirement, you're concerned about running out of money before you run out of life. Hugh Hewitt here with Sheila Franks from Lifestyle Financial and Tax Advisor. Sheila, it's a real fear among people. You know, Hugh, it really is. The people I talk to are really afraid and wonder how they're going to replace that income and protect the lifestyle that they've worked so hard to create. What's the one crucial thing that people need to consider, Sheila? Hugh, it's really about how are they going to generate income in addition to their Social Security to ensure that they don't have to change their lifestyle that they've worked so hard to accomplish. Are you 100% confident that your money will last as long as you do? Call Sheila Franks at Lifestyle Financial Tax Advisors. 763-545-5555-763-545-5555. Sheila will help you create a blueprint for income for the rest of your life. Listen to Sheila's radio show Saturdays at 7 a.m. on The Patriot. Call her here at 763-545-5555. Hugh Hewitt is a paid spokesperson and is not a client of Lifestyle Financial and Tax Advisors or Global Financial Private Capital. From the Nepsis Capital Management Studios, this is AM 12 Pay the Pay WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Intelligent. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.